0: Hi everybody and welcome to Barefoot Radio, the show that aims to guide and support you in connecting, transforming and growing in all things love, soul and spirit. I am your host, Leanne the Barefoot Medium. I'm an international medium, twin flame, transformational coach and author. And I am absolutely passionate about reconnecting people with their loved ones who've passed over as well as providing people with practical knowledge and guidance tools and techniques they can use in their everyday lives to embrace what they love and what brings them into connection with their joy so they can be more of their authentic selves. Feel free to kick off your shoes, sit back, relax and enjoy today's show where I am joined by Sora, a no diet weight loss coach who healed herself of compulsive eating and has since helped hundreds of unhappy dieters do the very same thing. Sora teaches her program to private clients, both online and offline, and her recent book, Eat What You Want, Stop When You Want, a no-diet weight loss program, became a number one Amazon bestseller when it was published last July. Not only is Sora here on Barefoot Radio to share her story, we will also be discussing the topic, eating what you want. Welcome, Sora.
1: Hi, it's great to be here, Leanne.
0: It's so amazing to have you here and to be able to share your knowledge and wisdom with our listeners today. Before we get started, tell me a little bit about your background and how you Came to do what you're doing?
1: Well, that's a great question. So, my story is that um, over 20 years ago, I used to teach really challenged kids in East New York, Brooklyn. And um, these were kids who walked, talked, and did all those other things. And over time, they learned, they listened to me. And at the same time, I used to diet, take off the weight, and put it back on. Well, one day I looked out at it, these 35 faces and I said, Hey, Sora. These kids that are, can be so unruly, listen to you. How come they listen to you? But food has no animate qualities. You can't stop thinking about it and you can't stop eating. And I had an aha moment, which was, you know what? I'm not going to let food get me. I'm going to get it. And, um, I stopped, <laughs> I stopped dieting and I decided to have any food I wanted, but I did journal every eating experience for years and years and years. As a result, I took off 25 pounds, which I've kept off since 84. And at that moment, when I reached my 25-pound goal weight, I knew I could transfer my classroom management techniques to food management techniques, and I developed this easy-to-use, eat-and-stop-yourself-no-diet system.
0: Wow. And, you know, one of the things that I want to pick up in amongst that for the listeners today is you mentioned the up-and-down and what people sometimes refer to as that yo-yo dieting.
1: Oh, well, that was my life. And, t- you know, I used to diet. I'm, I'm originally from Brooklyn. So I used to go Weight Watches and do all those diets. I did everything perfectly. I leveled every tablespoon. I had peas three times a week. And <laughs> no matter what I did, Leanne, I always reached my goal weight and then put it right back on. So I knew something was wrong. And what I've learned over the years is that I don't like to do things twice. I'd rather take a, a long time creating the foundation and then have it for the rest of my life. So I knew I knew that if those kids could listen to me, they were incorrigible. That food that didn't have those human qualities, that had to be a way. And I became obsessed in finding a new way to manage food, and, and I have.
0: Talk to me a little bit about how you, you know, what some of the challenges were that you faced with those up and downs and with Weight Watchers and that experience because I know that some of our listeners will relate to your story and I, I have had some struggles as well. So talk to me a bit about the challenges you faced.
1: Well, here's, here's what happened. So, you know, that's a really good question. But if, if you don't mind, I'd like to couple that with what I talk about in chapter one of my book, which is why diets don't work. Can I do that? Because then you're Absolutely. going to see. All right. So I want you and your listeners to think of a diet as a clock. At 12 o'clock on top, you go on this diet. And these are rules made up by four corporate people. <laughs> sitting in a boardroom that decide what you can eat, what you can't eat, and and don't trust your own choices because that's why you came to us because we're the holy grail of what you can and cannot put in your mouth because you say you want to get healthier and lose weight. Okay, so that's 12 o'clock. So you say, okay, I can't do it on my own, so you go on a diet. Now, let's go to 3 o'clock. Good, good, good. Yay, I'm being so good. I'm on a diet, I'm listening to the rules of those four folks in the boardroom, I lost two pounds, you know, maybe I'll buy that dress, maybe I can put a deposit on the cruise, or maybe I can go out and start looking for a guy or a gal, depending who's listening. Okay, so you're good, good, good. However, at six o'clock, you either diet, binge or food overeat whatever you call it because that's and now that's a two 2 um a double-sided coin because what you're really doing is by binging going off the diet you're doing the only thing you can do to get back the control from the diet which you didn't set up to begin with so you're really doing the only thing you can do to manage yourself so you go off the diet you binge till your stomach is out i'm in new york out to australia <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, my stuff I wasn't happy until my stomach touched the mirror, which is about Australia, you know. Yeah. And I put in my, so I could on any given diet binge, I could put in twenty five hundred calories just for my stomach to be bloated, which we, I'll explain why I did that later on, if you'd like. Mm-hmm. And then I'd say, oh my God, look, I can't trust myself, so uh I beat myself up for doing this. The only thing I could do to get take back the control from twelve o'clock the diet. And then, but by nine o'clock I go, oh my God, I cannot do this. Look what I just did. I'm going to 12 o'clock. I'm going back on that diet. Even though there's another binge lurking in the back of your mind, you go back on that diet like a soldier, only to get back to three to be good, 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 only to get to six to binge, only to beat yourself up um, and get to nine and go back to the diet. Diets don't work because they're not your rules. You're told what you can put in your mouth, how much you can put in your mouth and when to put it in your mouth. And I say to heck with that.
0: I love that because, you know, in amongst that story, what I'm hearing is a lot of the emotional stuff and the, the behavior patterns that sabotage our progress and just putting that in a really simple way for listeners to be able to understand and, you know, taking back control self-management and I you know talk about guilt shame blame because when we when we you know binge or when we break that diet so to speak there's often guilt associated with it then we beat ourselves up and shame ourselves and then we then we blame either ourselves or everyone or everything around us for not sticking to something and like you say that's not our rules to begin with well it's
1: you can't win, okay? Like, I like to win. Even if I lose, I like to win. And there's no winning on a diet because you're following someone else's rule. You're not managing the foods that you want in the way that you want. There's no, you know, you can't maintain it. It's an impossible thing to maintain. Not only that, there's... You must binge. How long can you stay on someone else's rules, okay? Mm. So the binge is inevitable because it's part of the process. Yeah. But the thing is, the binging is really good because what you're saying is, I don't want to be on this diet. I hate this diet. And you know what? You're right. But you did the only thing you could do to get back the management, okay? And then what do you do? After you do the only thing you can do to take back the management of the food, then you beat yourself up. It's a It's a painful place to live. Yeah. You know, and I'm totally against it. So forget it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I love I that. Of- I, you know, I, having experienced and moved through that pattern and that cycle, I completely understand it. Talk to me about how, you know, what are some of the key things that you would talk to clients about or that you've got in your book about managing or taking back that control around food?
1: Yes, so what I I developed is a new way to manage the actual food because I discovered um, why we overeat. And so once I saw why we overeat, I was able to to develop these techniques. So I'm going to tell you a bit about why someone has a weight challenge, and then I'm going to teach you and your listeners how to use the green technique so that you too can eat and stop without being on a diet. So does that work for you? Perfect. Awesome. So what I discovered was that um, the reason that I overate was I had what I call the not enough food challenge. All right, the not enough food challenge. So what does that mean? In very simple terms, let's think of a person without a weight problem. Let's say for teaching purposes, that person thinks about food seven times a day, just as random, okay? Now, what what this is, says is that a person who is weight challenged they think about food 21 times a day all right now interesting the person without a weight problem thinks seven times about food because every time he eats he knows he's had enough Mm. and he's able to stop himself but the person who thinks about food 21 times a day by definition, nothing is enough. And so he can't stop thinking about food and he can't stop eating. So I designed a, a system that lets you know that you can eat enough food and stop yourself before you even eat. And what that does is it minimizes, it gets you down to seven times a day from 21. So not, you have a non-overweight mind, which is what's, uh, you have a non-overweight mind and a matching non-overweight body. So you go... Seven, for the, seven times for the person who has enough food, who can eat and stop, no weight problem. 21 times for the person with a weight problem, nothing they eat is enough. That's why they think 21 times about food. And then the system lets you eat enough and stop before you even eat and gets you back down to seven. So you have a non-overweight mind and a matching non-overweight body. And that's what excites me.
0: Wow. And, and wow. I don't even know where to start to ask about that. <laughs> so, um, you know, talk, Can to I help me, you? talk to me about some of the steps to train the mind into that okay. White person. Okay.
1: So let me teach you the green technique. So there are two techniques in, in this system that I developed, and I'm going to share with your listeners and yourself how to use the green technique. Um, the green technique will consistently let you eat and stop even before you put your first bite in your mouth. So I'm going to teach, yep. yep. So I'm going to teach you what, what? Yep. <laughs> so what's your favorite food, Leanne? And I want all your listeners to think about their favorite. What's your absolute favorite food?
0: Oh, at the moment, I would say um, curries, Thai curries.
1: Okay, well, I'm not sure I know what Thai curry is, but let's use Thai curry since that's your favorite food at the moment. Yeah. So, Leanne, you now have—do uh, you make it or do you buy it in a restaurant?
0: Uh, both.
1: Both. Okay. So, uh, being that I never had that before, we're gonna—we'll use that, but I just uh, don't know what it looks like. Okay. So, you have—you're in a restaurant and yep. you order your bowl of Thai curry. Okay. So. Before you can, okay, so you're, you're in Sora's system, the eat and stop yourself system. So before you can have the Thai curry, you have to look at it and ask yourself two questions. You have to ask yourself, how much is enough mm-hmm. and how much is too much? Okay? okay. So now I want you to do that. I want you to take a pretend moment and I want you to, to decide how much is enough and how much is too much. I want you to do that right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I want you to move, to actually physically move aside the amount that's too much called your too much marker. I want you to move it to a, a, pretend that your plate's a clock. I want you to move it to a time on your clock. And when you've done that, let me know.
0: Yep, done.
1: Okay, so now you're looking at your plate of Thai curry. You have two portions there. You have the amount you decided was enough, and then you have the amount that you decided was too much, which you've pushed away. Now, Now you can eat the amount you decided was enough and finish it and know that you ate and stopped yourself because it was enough, and the marker reinforces that. Now you might say to me, but hey, Sora, you know, I finished the amount of Thai curry that was enough, but I really want some more. I say to you, okay, you can take some more from your marker, Leanne, but you have to leave a new marker because without that marker, you haven't decided how much is enough and therefore nothing is enough. And you're back at the 21 times of thinking about the curry.
0: Mm. But if you
1: want to get to, if you want to get to the seven and have a non overweight mind and a non overweight body, then you have to have enough. So as long as you use the marker and decide how much is enough, you're going to get to your weight
0: loss. So it's really about being more conscious of how you're eating and stepping into, you know, engaging with food, and you know, really taking that mindful step of making a decision and a choice beforehand to go, this is enough, and this is too much. Right, and that's all you have to
1: do. And it works if you consist well. If you consistently use that, now let me just throw something in here. Since so enthusiastic, I'm going to share something with you and your listeners. Let's say you say to me, let's say you're my client, you go, you know, Sora, I'm using the green technique, I'm using the red technique, I'm deciding how much is enough, I'm setting aside my marker before I eat, but my weight's still not coming off. Then I want you and your listeners to ask themselves this question, why is enough too much? How much of enough is too much? So, if you are having too much of enough, you have to ask yourself, "Can I cut back?" Okay. If you wait, so if you're using this green technique and always being mindful, always before you eat, and your weight's still not coming off, then ask yourself, "Why am I, ha- um, why am I having too much of enough?"
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then what happens is, as you begin to ask yourself those questions. And then the next question you need to ask yourself is, what do I want more—too much of enough or my weight loss?
0: Mm. Yeah, and yeah. I think that that comes back to the the instant gratification thing, doesn't it?
1: Well, here's the thing: I'm not about instant. I'm I'm, um, I'm a slow brew. Mm. So the, one of the problems that we as compulsive oh I'm as compulsive overeaters have is we want it now. Okay. We want it now at this moment in time, we always want something in the mouth and I'm going to help you with that in a minute. But here's the deal. Unless you create a conscious system that will slow you down and give you management of the food in a new way, you're always going to put it in your mouth quickly, quickly. Mm -hmm. But now in this system, before you can put that food in your mouth, Leanne, you have to ask yourself, how much is enough? How much is too much? Right away, that's going to slow you down. And then you're going to actually physically push this the, to a time on the clock. And then you say, okay, I'm ready to eat now. That whole process is going to send to you like a meditation. I'm yes. going to have enough. I can stop myself. I'm in control. I'm very excited about it.
0: And, and that's the first step in managing anything. And I'm thinking about you know, my book, Shifting Your Shit to Achieve Your Dreams. And that relates to our health and wellbeing goals as well, which weight loss is part of for many people. And it's really about the thoughts, the emotions and the actions that we take do create our reality and transforming that through conscious awareness, which is exactly what you're talking about, and really simple, easy techniques that people can use in an instant so in an instant I mean that instant took me 30 years but yeah (laughs) (laughs) and and what a beautiful amazing gift your experiences and your challenges with weight and and eating and food over 20 years has given other people to now be able to share that gift and make it simple and easy for others
1: I'm very, very grateful that I was able to turn this around because I really was in a lot of pain and I really suffered really big time with food, but I decided that I was going to figure this out no matter what. And when I found out that the reason I overate is because I was really starving all the time, that was very eye opening. I mean, what I realized is no matter what I ate, nothing was enough. And until I could give myself enough, I was never going to be able to stop. And then you know, I'm a teacher and I'm an educator at heart. And then I began to look at what I used in the classroom to get those kids to learn to manage themselves.
0: Mm.
1: And I have this gift. It's just this gift of understanding. And I'm also very kinesthetic. So it's not enough for you to say, look at the plate and say that's enough that you must move it. You must take that action. Yeah.
0: So, and you know, I, and I the, think that is the key. So I love that because you know, for me, I work a lot with the law of attraction with thoughts and, you know, emotions. And part of the law of attraction is about actions. And a lot of people don't take the action they need in order to transform, shift and change their experiences. So I love that you've brought that action into it. And I'm very kinesthetic as well. So thank you That's for sharing very- that. Well, um,
1: I... Action, you know, I can t- I, I've can, journaled for so many years, and action, depending on your relationship to action and how it attaches you to your mother and father and, the, and going forward and the fear of success and the fear of failure and, oh, it's so complicated, but here's the thing. Once you start managing your food, I'm telling you, the universe sends you new thoughts, new tools, new everything. See... The universe is just waiting for you to say, hey, I can manage this food. And as a reward, you will be sent new tools to step up to these emotional management issues. Mm -hmm. So I'm very confident that if you use the green technique, you will be a much happier camper. You will feel so transformationally empowered. I cannot tell you.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it's it's, a lot of people have self-worth and self-esteem issues and and feeling like they've got limiting beliefs sitting there around not being enough, whether that's around work, career, finances, relationships, or health and well-being physically. So I really love how you bring in that enoughness, if that makes sense. Well, you know, Leanne, that's
1: really brilliant what you said, because here's what I discovered. I happen to use this technique with everything in my life. So if I'm thinking, so I will ask myself with everything, like, am I enough? You know, mm. I say, am I enough? And I am enough, you know, and and I am enough because I know that it's me who decides what enough is. You see, a lot of people want validation by the outside as to what is enough. And there's no validation on the outside. It's all an inside job. Yeah. So. I, like even in relationships, like um, somebody does something, I'll go, how much is enough? You know, what can I take and what can I use? I happen to use that with everything in my life. Like with money, if I make $100 a week, I go, how much is enough? And I go 75. Okay, I'm going to save 25. So I use this technique with everything. It saved my
0: life. Yeah. And, and, and I'm seeing those connections there with every other part of people's lives so listeners that are uh, tuning into this episode please comment and share with us how you can relate the enoughness in your life to food I love that. and yeah whether it's a word or not but I'm going to coin that enoughness and how it relates to your life whether it is around money or food or love relationships or any other area that it might might relate to for you so comment on this show and let us know how Sura's technique can help you in your everyday life. Now, Sura, talk to me about, you know, three more tips that you might have for listeners to really start being able to enjoy food and eating what they want and and experiencing that sense of enough in their life. Oh, that's
1: a great question. Well, First and foremost, you must use the technique. Um, th- there's a second technique that works parallel to the first technique, but folks have to get the book for that. Yep. That's, the, um, that's the Saucy Susan. That's the Su- Saucy Susan, Susan Saucy, whatever. But, um, but if, once you learn, the first thing is you must learn the two techniques. Without the techniques, it's kind of impossible to do. Um, but here are some more tips that you can use. I say that you should always eat in the same place. Mm -hmm. in your house because what you want to do is you want to minute you should eat in the same place you should use the same plate and utensils and the color napkin because you want to minimize the excitement attached to your eating experience to slow it down the most you can to have the most mindfulness when you're actually dealing with the real food so if you're always changing your plate or always changing the color of your napkin, oh, that's gorgeous red. Oh, oh, I forgot to use the green technique this time. But next time I will use the green technique, you know, or if you're always eating in a different place, the excitement of each location will lessen your mindfulness about the sacred nature of you communing with your food and taking back the control. So I'm very big in limiting the excitement of the whole experience because folks like us, we need to slow down. And we need to take each element of the eating experience and get it to a very minimally exciting place. So I'm really big on keeping things the same. And and I I like how
0: you talk about slowing things down because that brings back into, you know, listeners' awareness, the fact that conscious eating is about slowing down and being present with what you're doing, the actions you're taking and what you're taking in to your physical body. And it reminds me of the energy we take in, in our everyday lives, whether it's thoughts, emotions, or actions from ourselves or other people and slow down. And like you said, ask, is this enough of, you know, exactly. Everyone's on
1: speed. So (laughs) yeah, I, I everyone's on speed so like I I was at a dog shelter today and I was with this humongous dog and they gave him food and he could barely contain himself till she put the food down and she said no sit and he got it okay so he sat as soon as she put the bowl down he went berserk okay Mm -hmm. he went berserk he'd in that bowl he didn't leave one shred of food and I was watching him and I thought it's if i'm not mindful i could be like that dog you know you don't think about it you just shovel it in your mouth so yeah. and i choose not to be that way because i understand i understand the pain attached to not managing my food in a mindful way so yeah. that really is a driving factor
0: yeah you know thank you so much for for sharing all of that with with myself and the listeners today it's so really appreciated and, and some really good tips and techniques in there for everyone to take on board. Thank you for joining me on today's show. Please share with listeners if you can Sarah, where they can buy a copy of your book if they're interested or connect with you further.
1: I uh, well yes Leanne my website is on uh, www.nodieting.net n o d i e n o d i e c-i-n-g dot net, no dieting dot not. And they can get a copy of my book either in digital or paperback um, on amazon.com or Barnes and Nobles, or they can order a copy at their local Barnes and
0: Nobles. Awesome. And can people connect with you through Facebook or social media oh, outlets as well? Yes. My hashtag
1: is uh, hashtag no diet coach and I'm on Facebook. My, my page is make peace with food um and uh let's see i'm on linkedin i'm on everything <laughs> okay <laughs> i facebook yeah this was great. awesome
0: so listeners if you can go and check out sora's book and website uh the book again is Eat what you want stop when you want a no dieting weight loss program so go and check that out get your own copy and share with us on SoundCloud here. Comment below this episode to let us know your thoughts and how you've enjoyed today's show. Thank you once again, Sora, for joining me. For those, oh, yep, my pleasure. Pleasure to have you, and it's a really great technique. And I'm, I'm going to try and, I'm going to use that myself as well. So thank you. Awesome! Yay! Yay! Oh, (laughs) great! For those of you listening who'd like to connect with me further or grab a copy of my book, Shifting Your Shit to Achieve Your Dreams, then jump on my website, thebarefootmedium.com.au and subscribe to The Barefoot Tribe. Shoes are optional and you can start enjoying the exclusive benefits of being a member. Also, don't forget to hit follow on Barefoot Radio so that you can gain first access to each episode. You can also connect with me through Facebook Leanne the barefoot medium, Instagram the barefoot medium or YouTube Leanne the barefoot medium. Thank you all so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure having you and to guide and support you in connecting, transforming and growing in all things love, soul and spirit in today's show. Wherever you are, whatever you are doing, Whoever you are with, I wish you a magical, loving, and joyful week. And I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode of Barefoot Radio.